This is the Blue Cloud Podcast, empowering the entrepreneurial lifestyle with insights on the leading trends in the mobile and digital landscape, turning ideas to empires. Hello, 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 ladies and gentlemen. It's Carter Thomas here with the Blue Cloud Podcast. Hope you're all having a terrific day. And I got a question that came in about something that's really near and dear to my heart. And I think it's something that is gets commodified pretty easily in this in the business. And I wanna I just wanna talk to you. I wanna tell you a story about an experience I had in life that I think shaped me to be the person I am. And I hope that it inspires you. And then I hope that it more importantly it inspires you to, to share this energy with other people. So we're going to talk about that today. And what this is, is how big of a role did your environment and the people in your environment play in creating the success in the person you are? And that's obviously a huge question, but I really want to focus on one part of that because my environment has, you know, I had, a, I was so fortunate to have the family I did and the parents and the brother that I did or that I have, I still have, I'm very, very lucky to have them. But I really want to talk about someone in my life that really changed my life. And it was my high school swim coach. And, you know, if you're out there, Ken Neff, I mean, <laughs> I, don't know, I haven't talked to you in 20 some odd years or 10, 15 years. But if anyone out there went to high school and, you know, if you ever know him, give me, give me a high five for me. When I was in high school, I tried out for the basketball team. I was a freshman in, in high school and I tried out for the basketball team. And uh, I went through, I think I got through the first round and I was pretty tall. I was like, you know, maybe six feet. And then the first round of cuts, came, or the second round of cuts came and the guy walks up to me and goes, look, dude, you're just not going to basketball, <laughs> you know, like just, just, you're not good. So maybe next time. And I remember, you know, anyone who's played sports growing up, there's never really, you don't really get cut from teams when you're that age, like up until you know high school. You're kind of, oh, well, you don't make the top team. Like there's three other feel-good junior, like regular intramural teams that you can join, right? And like, it's just, you're always going to do something. But this was the first time where he's like, you're cut. And well, if you're cut, you know, I don't have a sport to play. And I'm most used to playing uh, three sports a year. So I remember going home and I told my parents, I was like, I got cut. You know, I just, I didn't make it. And they looked at me and they're like, wow, that's, that's bummer, but you got to do something like you're not, you're not, not taking a sport or doing a sport in the winter. And I was like, all right. Yeah. So my brother was on the swim team and, uh, our, our high school swim team was like the most dominant force. We hadn't lost a swim meet in 28 years, hadn't lost state championships in 29 or this, yes, sectional championships in 29 years, just an absolute machine of, of dynasty. And uh, my brother had been swimming for a couple of years, and he said, you know, I can ask Ken if, if you can join the team. And I said, well, that's great. Uh, the problem is I'm horrible at swimming, and I actually don't really like it. And he goes, well, my, my mom's like, call Ken, get him on the team. So anyway, I joined the team uh, about two and a half weeks into the season, and uh, I go to a couple practices. And it is pretty clear that I'm the worst person on the team. I mean, bad. Like, I do three laps. I'm dying of, of exhaustion. I'm petrified of diving into the pool yep I'm, I'm i'll admit that i was it was pathetic i was horrible i wasn't good and more importantly i was just i was just i felt like a loser you know that feeling when you're just like oh well, i just hate being the worst in the room at something like i just it's just depressing right so this goes on for a few weeks and i think we're about a month into this season and I'm still over in lane one, which is the slow kids lane. And there's about six of us. And, you know, I'm kind of not really doing my thing, whatever. 
And Ken, my coach, and this guy is, he, I mean, he's 6'6", like 240 of just, like he's a huge guy. He was a almost Olympic level swimmer, just a, like a, a huge presence and deeply like leadership qualities, very just stoic person who would give a, who would tell us stories before every practice. And we all worship this guy. We're like, you know, he's such a legend. Uh, you know, he never really talked to me because like who, you know, why would he talk to me? Uh, there's like 50 guys on the team. And he walks up in uh, middle of practice. He goes, Thomas, get out of the pool. And I was like, okay. So I get out of the pool, and I'm like, God, he's going to cut me off this team too. Like, I'm so bad. This guy's just, you know, I'm done. And he sits me down on, I'll never forget this. He sits me down on the, like, the pool bench inside our pool in our high school. And he just kind of sits there, and he's looking at the other end of the pool, no eye contact. And he goes, Carter, I've been watching you swim for the last few weeks and I know that this isn't your strength and I know that you're not really having a lot of fun here. He's like, I get it, but I want to tell you something. And I was just sitting there and I was like, Oh my God, this is going to be so bad. And he turns to me and he goes, I want you to know that I've seen thousands of kids go through this pool. He's like, and you've got something special. He said, you are going to be great at swimming you are going to be a fucking unbelievable swimmer. He's like, I see it in you. He's like, I believe in you. And I'm going to do everything I can to help you become the greatest person you could be. And I remember I was sitting there and I just, I I was in complete shock. I, 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 I didn't know. I had no idea what to say. My body went completely numb. It felt like I was, totally full of electricity uh, and I just I didn't know what to do I didn't know what to say I didn't know what to what to feel and he just he just said that and he goes I want you to know that he's like I will be there on the side with you and I'll help you as much as I can if you ever need more help let me know but I will do everything I can to make you as great as I think you can be and this is coming from a guy, remember, like, he was a god among men as far as we were concerned. I mean, everyone worshipped this guy. And for him to tell me this, I was like, holy shit. Like, what a moment this was. So I get back in the pool, and, you know, practice goes on, and I'm just kind of processing all this. And I go home, and I just kind of go to my room because I just I didn't know what to do with all of this energy. I just was, like, so overwhelmed with this, like, gift that this guy just given me. Over the next... Three months, or, you know, two and a half, three months. The season went on, and I started getting good. I started getting really fucking good at swimming, and I started like going up on the relay blocks and just, I just knew that I was supposed to be number one. Like I just believe, like I just knew it because this guy told me that I'm supposed to be number one. That I I looked at myself every day and I said I am supposed to be great because he told me I'm supposed to be great. And that's all I knew. And every day I just got faster and faster and stronger and better. And I wanted it more and more just because this guy was standing there being like, you belong at the top. And at the end of the first season, I was, you know, one of the fastest guys on the team. And then by the second season, I was a sophomore and I went to state finals. And I think we went third. My relay went third at state finals. And I was like the second fastest guy in that relay. And it made absolutely no sense. And we kept going back to state finals. And I was one of the top guys on the team. And it all came down to this one guy who sat me down for one 
15 minute conversation as a freshman in high school who didn't have a clue what was going on or believe in himself. And he said, you deserve to be at the top. And that changed everything. And to this day, I still remember that. And I still believe that. I still feel that. I still feel that energy that that guy gave me. And so I, the reason I want to tell this story is because we all have such a gift. And it doesn't matter if it's business or if you're you know, a parent or if you are in any, in any part of your life. There is there's someone else out there that deserves to hear that, that deserves to hear, like, you're going to be great. Like you, like I believe in you, you know? And by doing that, I think that we can really create an unbelievable community of energy and, and greatness and people that don't have this fear running their life. And I think that that is something that is really important a really important idea that, that we need to share with each other and we really need to, to make a top priority because I would not be where I am in my life without that. And, you know, my family and, and my school and everything aside, that influence, that, that leadership, that, that feeling of you have someone who is on your team who is supporting you and, and pulling you up to the top and they are there to help you become great that is one of the most important things in the world. And I also want to say real quick, I think masterminds are really, really important, but I think masterminds are different. I think masterminds are about solving problems and breaking out of your own cycles and getting, being around people that inspire and excite you and do that. But I think being in an environment with a clear leader is a very different and also a very, very important thing to be a part of as you are trying to become the person you want to be. And it all starts with being a leader yourself and, and, and waking up every day and saying, I want to be the kind of person that can, that can do that for other people as well. And the more you do that, the more you will find those people in your life that will do it for you. And it's pure magic when it happens. So thanks guys. That's, that's all I got for today. And I will see you soon. Go check out the website, bluecloudsolutions.com. We've got some really exciting stuff coming out this week. I think you really like it. And make sure you sign up for the newsletter so that you can hear about all these, all these good stories that we've got coming up and some, and some great interviews. So take care. I will talk to you soon. This has been another episode of the Blue Cloud Podcast. For more information on app development, ebooks, reliable source codes, and more, expand your mobile knowledge by going to bluecloudsolutions.com.